The only thing we got to get right no, is no, no, seriously, we're in the show. We're, we're in the show right now. We got to get Miguel's intro right. We just got to get yeah, his. Then let's do it because we're in the show right now. <laughs> no. Who, who's talking with us, Kalen? You're killing me, bro. Just, just let, let me. Just, let me just start it over real no. quick. Welcome to Mage Talk. Mage Talk is brought to you by Mage Mail. Mage Mail brings your customers back with customer lifecycle email from Magento. Start your no risk trial today at magemail.co. Nexus is the leader in Magento server performance. Speed up your Magento store as much as 13 times or greater on a world class hosting platform. Stay tuned to Mage Talk for a special offer on shared and dedicated hosting. Visit nexus.net slash mage talk to find out more. Welcome to Mage Talk, episode 82, the Community Podcast. I am your host, Philip Jackson, and your other host, the very lovely and talented uh lovely is arguable lovely and is arguable but talented is talented is not arguable at all kaylin 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 jordan he's he's that guy right there with that sexy sexy voice (laughs) that's the guy kaylin jordan he's with us today but more more importantly we have a extremely sexy voice we have a very sexy guest with us today which is (laughs) (laughs) miguel balparda who is the community developer with nexus and he does a lot of speaking around the globe. He's a bit of a globe trotter. You might say he's a community evangelist almost. You might even say that. I say how, that. Like, like Ben Marks, but better. How's it going, Miguel? Hey, guys. How are you today? Doing good, man. Phil's yeah, just eating some meat, you know. Eating some meat. Eating some meat. Yeah. And uh, you guys, you. in the pre-show, you guys were talking meat because you're you're Argentinian. Mm-hmm. So you guys know your meat. Yeah, and I'm... Meat yeah. And I'm starting to think that Phil is Argentinian and he just doesn't know it because he's a he's a meat enthusiast. I mean uh, it's it's very uh it's a very uh, uh well kept secret that uh the lower half of my body is just bistec milanesa. Um <laughs> okay, that's pretty good to know. Exactly. <laughs> please don't die, please don't die. <laughs> Dude, I am so sorry. Almost went down the wrong tube, dude. I started cracking up when you said the the Milanesa thing. It went down the wrong tube, man. I almost blew chunks all over my carpet. Oh my god! I wish you had though. That would have been really cool. Yeah. Okay. Do we need it? Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Wow, that was bad. You sure? I think so. Yeah. You know what we should do? We should start the show over a fourth time. <laughs> Dude, I, I screwed it up two times in a row. That's a record. Chris is going to fix all of this. Chris is Chris. Just gonna, we're going to fix this in post. Yeah, <laughs> this is going <laughs> to. Chris, you're the man, dude. Just make it happen. Make the magic happen. Uh, okay, so Miguel, could you? Uh, so I think everybody, if you've been around Magento for any length of time, you know, like even for a moment, if you've ever Googled Magento, you may have come across the name Nexus. Right. You may have, you've, you've definitely come across the name of Nexus. And so by the way, just- I have to, sorry, I have to interrupt. Did you really, cause I was talking to Corey Northcutt, the guy that does SEO for them. And I did an interview and <laughs> I was making, I was going somewhere with that. No, just one second. I just have to say this because 
<laughs> he pronounces Nexus as Nexus. That's how you pronounce his Nexus. That's how you pronounce it. We've Nobody been pronouncing it. it like that. Yes, we've been saying it wrong the whole time. I'm That's telling so you. Wrong. Everybody says it. Nexus. Okay. So anyway, as you were saying. Okay. Uh, as you were. I just had I just had to insert that because I, I was talking with him and I was listening to it back and I was like, wait a second. He's saying this word differently than I am. Well, Nexus, if you will, there you go. Uh, is uh, one of our sponsors, and we're super happy to have them. And they are not paying for this episode. Uh, we, are, <laughs> we are no charging this episode, just so you know. Uh, but we like Miguel a lot. Just to be we clear, Miguel should come on the show and talk a little bit about what he does. And and uh, so, could you kind of just tell us a little bit about what Nexus is, and just uh, so for people that aren't familiar, uh, just give us a quick, you know, what you do there, how you came to be there, that sort of thing. Well, I was reading Nexus white papers and stuff like that since I was like starting here, and then I had the chance to talk with Big and like start working with them remotely. You had the chance to talk with who? Big, Big Bill. Oh, okay. Big. Yeah, Big. Big. Oh, okay. Yeah, got it. Yeah, one of the chief, and then Nexus is a group of nice guys trying to do like an amazing magento support and like WordPress and Expression Engine and Bibulatin. But yeah. then there are a group of really nice people. I went to the office. I work with them every day. And be super sure, like, they are really nice guys. And they try to do the best and help and support everyone. So yeah. I'm really happy to be working there. They are really nice guys. And I'm on the other side of the world. So it's not that easy. Right. Working remote is always tricky. Now, you work out of Argentina? Yeah. Okay. And then I, I work eight hours a day. Like I'm in Europe, I work from two to ten, or I'm here, I work from eight to five hours. So okay. Like, Phil started laughing when you said you worked eight hours a day. Uh, I was like, I was, this just plays right into some of our earlier <laughs> jokes from a from a yeah, year so ago. Yeah, Phil. Phil disparages anyone that works eight no, hours a day. No, no, I, I, I disparage people that work five hours a day. <laughs> just to be clear, extremely respectable. <laughs> And we like you for it. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. And, and we're going to do something a little different today. I think we're just going to, you're, we're going to have you like along for the ride. So uh, okay. we're just, we're going to run the show. You're going to, you're going to pop in and I just want you to, you know, basically every now and then just make fun of Kalen. That's how this show works. That's uh, your main role here. <clears throat> really? Just, just, just so is, I can do that. The show is there to make fun of Kalen. That's right. <laughs> No, but we we have a few just general things we'll, we're going to talk about. We'll just all kind of talk about them together as as a round table, if you will. And, uh, and then after that, we're going to and after that, we're going to interview Miguel and get into some more specifics about what he does. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, uh, so one of the bigger things I think that happened this week um, is. Magento has uh, continued to kind of talk about their whole mid-market strategy, and that's kind of come along with a lot of, you know, questions about what the heck that even means. Um, and they've talked about this a lot. I'm sure we're going to hear about it in excruciating detail at Imagine. Um, okay. But uh, uh, the you say excruciating like it's going to be a bad thing. No, no, no. I think it's like you know, this is their strategy. I think for this year is to establish and, and get into everyone's mind where where what they are trying to be and what they are trying to not be. And so they want everybody to understand what that means, right? What is mid market? What the heck does that even mean? Yeah. Uh, and what so does they it mean? actually created a whole report? Uh, okay. For this. Um, and you can get it for free. Um, I mean, if you 
consider your email a digital currency. Maybe it costs you something, um, but <laughs> nothing's free. There's no such thing as a free lunch. Yeah, exactly. No, especially is, in Argentina. This is free, especially in Argentina. When, by um, the way, do you have, do you want to link us to that report so we can pretend we know what we're talking about for the yeah, duration um, of this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that might be something that you would want to look at. Um, but basically the, so the title of the report and I'm getting it for you right now, the title of the report is how digital are you, which is, you know, I think. Are you uh, going to make fun of the title? Don't make fun. No, of the no, title. no. I think it's it's a, a an aptly named report for you know uh, a certain type of audience um, for people that like to read market reports. Um, okay. So the, the report is essentially um, kind of a study. It was done uh, uh, in in uh, conjunction with the National Center for the Middle Market, which is one of the cooler things I've ever heard named. Um, <laughs> and you're making fun uh, of names left and right here. And uh, and Next Trade Group, I've never heard of the of either of those. Magento, I guess, was part of this, but Ohio State University. Um, kind of uh, uh, also was part of this as well. So what, what they're basically doing is kind of uh, going over um, uh, what, like what part of the market segment um, that Magento is aiming for, what that, what, what the middle market is, um, what kind of industries the middle market is in and, um, and, okay. uh, and, and how much uh, importance uh, does digital, uh, does a digital strategy uh, mean to that particular market segment? So a good example okay. would be, um, you know, uh, mid-market, I guess, could be considered uh, kind of the takeaway from this uh, report. Middle market is somewhere, you know, 10 to, uh, well, probably lower end of the 10, but 10 to 250 million, I guess, is about where they're aiming for. Okay. So and that's how, right. is that how they're defining middle or is that how middle is generally defined? Well, Magento has their name on this report as having... Oh, helped write the report. So I would assume you, you, it's a very, very long thing. It's about 24 pages long um, with a lot of graphs and there's a lot of data in here. I've not gotten through all of it yet. Um, but I know, do, I'm speed reading it right now as we speak. Yeah, they do a, they do a whole thing about um, uh, digitization uh, by industry and how many industries have um, a long way to go um, or, you know, how many uh, uh, have, have embraced uh, digital commerce or digital, um, uh, you know, digital, digitization of their industry in some way or how many are still kind of lagging behind uh, in that area. And I think that helps Magento. Um, first of all, this kind of positions Magento as a thought leader in, you know, market research, which is, I think almost entirely attributed to one of their recent hires um, whose name escapes me. Uh, Jordan. I think, I, I think his last name is Jordan. Hold on. Jordan. Is it? So Sheldon, Sheldon. It's Peter Sheldon. Um, and he's, he's a dude that used to be with, I think Forrester Research. Okay. Uh, so anyway, I, I feel like that, you've said digitization and mid market a lot of times, but I'm not sure what, uh, <laughs> what the take. Like what? What? What was it about this report that you found interesting? Well, first of all, that Magento put this out. It, okay. It's not a thing that we were used to seeing from Magento. Okay. This is marketing materials, right? This isn't like what can Magento do for you. This is a market study. Okay. It's, like it's, with a university and stuff like that. Like it's. Exactly. Yeah. An actual study. Okay, that's cool. And, uh, and I think that that's really <clears throat> cool. And um, I think, you know, this positions Magento very differently than we've seen before. Um, you know, as a, you know, as a leader and a defining, uh, I don't know, just. Right. Uh, as yeah, like you're saying, it's not just a marketing white paper, 
Were there any takeaways in here as far as how to approach mid-market or what industries are kind of ripe for digitization or any, any takeaways that were? I mean, it depends on how you actually read the, the graphs. Um, you know, I think they're in summation. It's like, is the, <laughs> I, I, I don't want to give the, uh, what, what's that thing that you do at, uh, when you're giving a book report, you say a lot of obvious things like so in summation, <laughs> there is a middle market you're right. <laughs> right. and they typically like to digitize. <laughs> the key takeaways are middle market digitization and middle management. Miguel, what do you feel? What do you, what are you thinking about this so far? I feel like you've been quiet. Yeah. Having read the study, it says a lot of firms like, 70%, they are having security measures fully deployed as one of the conclusions, which is like quite interesting. This is pretty nice. We have like a complete read once we are finished here. Nice. nice. What was it you said? 70% of what What now with the security? No, the 70% of the firms they interviewed have deployed like new security measures. Got pretty it. Thing. Got it. That's interesting. One of the other takeaways that I think is really cool too is that the biggest obstacle <laughs> there's the two biggest obstacles to companies, you know, moving to digital. Um, uh, and that could be companies in all kinds of industries, but um, in specifically in this market segment that Magento has, you know, studied mm-hmm. um, the two biggest obstacles are the support of management and staffing hmm. and talent. Like <laughs> those two, <laughs> it's just people. It's just people. Right? <laughs> people, people in the way. That's awesome. So are are they so so the idea that there's a lot of there's a big segment of retail that just is not very well digitized at all they hardly have any kind of an online presence and it's kind of about trying to get them trying to get them online. Uh, I think that Magento is probably really focused on retail but the study actually is pretty broad it goes into other areas of industry like agriculture. Um oh so okay. it kind of touches wow. it touches other areas that aren't just you know pure you know commerce. Oh, okay. Uh, which cool. I think is kind of interesting. Um, and a little, again, a little broader. And yeah. it plays right into the thing uh, that I've been talking about for months now, which is there was that hidden gem in Magento Imagine last year that Magento uh, released a, uh, a, uh, an iOS SDK. And then a few months later, okay. they released an Android SDK. And it kind okay. of points me to Magento broadening a bit outside of just, Hey, we're a shopping cart, right? Like it's, it's, they probably have a long-term vision of being commerce everywhere. True. True. And, um, and I think, you know, it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to actually do it. And this is, you know, this is still hinting at that. And okay. Okay. So they may be getting into agriculture, selling some tractors and stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. Is that that the key? Magento Magento tractor. Got it. (laughs) Uh, we could we could pop over to Mage Name to find a good name for that. For that, you business. know what though? Okay, last last thing I'll say. I'm actually doing a talk about this very subject. Um, at, Mage uh, Tractor at Bronto Summit in Miami. Um, so I'll be speaking at Bronto Summit um, the second week of March, I believe, uh, 13th March, uh, 14th through 17th. Nice. Um, I'm speaking uh, at, at their Bronto uh, event uh, about the his, the state of the shopping cart, and basically, I'm saying the shopping cart is dead. Nice. Uh, which uh, doesn't mean that digital commerce is dead. It means we've evolved past 
you know, a shopping cart as a paradigm and we're doing things that don't have, you know, that are new and unexplored and cool and exciting and scary too. Cool. Um, Anytime you can find a way something to say, find a way to say something is something dead. Is dead. Exactly. You're, you're on to something. But then That's... you also have to say long live that something. Right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Anyway. Um, Very good. Well, yeah, I had a little something I needed to do a little bit of ranting on. Oh no. <laughs> uh, just a, Oh no. This is just, unlike you, Kalen. Just a little. Just, you're, just, a, you're usually such a ball of sunshine. <laughs> <laughs> Usually such a non-ranter. Um, exactly. Okay, so the partnership program, uh, the, the the Magento partnership program. So, like when agencies want to become partners, okay, um, or probably maybe even extension, you know, sh- uh, shops, whatever. So, you know, I've been talking to more people recently, and I keep talking to you know different you know people that are like, and and I've heard this before, but I've just heard it. I don't know, maybe five six times recently, where it's like. You know, um, you know, I tried to get into the partnership program and I just didn't literally did not hear back. Like no, no returned emails, no return phone calls, just, just zero. And this is news. This is a, no, it's not. I mean, I've heard this before, but I've just, it's like one of those things you, you hear it. And then all of a sudden you hear it like seven times in the span of a week. And then you're kind of like, huh. And, um, so I was like, okay, you know, I, I, I wanted to see if, you know, so I, there was a similar issue with, I'm not sure if we mentioned on the podcast where I had people that were trying to get a hold of enterprise sales and they weren't able to, and I kind of ranted about it. And then Ben hooked me up with somebody that we could refer them to. And I just sent an email and they totally took care of him. I was like, oh, that's awesome. So I want to see if I can do the same thing for the partners. Basically. Oh, you're just trying, you're using our platform as leverage to help out a friend. Not a friend. I mean, it's basically, it's like several people it's not just one person. It's like several people have, I've heard the same story. You said you've heard this story as well. And hey, it's that. Hey, no, you can't put words in my <laughs> Okay. I, I won't incriminate. And, and, and by the way, neither Phil or Miguel are at any way involved with this rant because they no, would no, never. No, 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 I'm going to be involved in this rant. Either. Okay. Okay. So. See how, dig, how deep you can dig and then. <laughs> then right. Miguel's going to dig us out. Miguel, that's your job. You got to okay, dig you us. You got to dig us out. You got to dig us out of this. Sure, no problem. I had some like interactions with the enterprise program, like the guys, ah. and, and they're pretty nice. Right. And there was one time we didn't have an answer, but then it was the moment when they were like switching from eBay to Magento alone. Right. Right. So, yeah. And before that, I used to work for like the biggest company, like the biggest development partner from Magento. Right. It's like two of the biggest projects they had. Right. They were both featured last year. Right. And, yeah. Imagine. And then they were really nice guys. So. Maybe it's like right now this problem because I had these interactions with the team right. and they always try to help. Right. So. Yeah. And I, and I think that, you know, for, for people that are already existing partners and if they're, you know, gold partners or, you know, they're already existing partners, I'm sure the relationships are, are fine. For me, what it is, is the people that aren't partners yet and they want to find out about it. They want to get involved. They want to literally throw money at Magento and, um, and they're a qualified agency. I mean, they do good work. I know people that, you know, and I, and I told them, I wanted to mention them by name because they're very involved in the community. They've done a lot. And I'm like, going, man, how could a, an agency like that not even get a reply about, you know, it's, it's not, it's not even like, Hey, look, you don't meet X criteria. I mean, they have certified developers. They meet all those things. They've done enterprise builds. Like they meet all the requirements and they literally don't get any 
reply at all. And, um, you know, I remember uh, a buddy of mine that I met a couple years ago at Imagine, and he, uh, they actually, he was, a, was an extension uh, a vendor. And they had, you know, some stuff in the Magento space, some in the Shopify space. And I remember him saying to me, just like saying, like, dude, man, the Shopify partner program is just light years better oh, no. than. Okay, hold on. I, I, and I, I know you're gonna, I know you're gonna give me some hard bird for that. But, but my point is, is, is saying that it's important to. I mean, when you have a partner program where you don't even reply to emails for weeks and weeks, like. I just think that's something that needs to be improved on because there's competitors. There has other to be okay. There has there's to other be platforms a, that are that are doing a better job of, okay. of handling right. their partner program. All that's right. all we I'm saying. The, I think we get the point. All right, all right. There Rant delivered. Some, there has to be some kind of reasonable explanation, don't you think? Like, do, is it partners at eBay.com or Magento partners at eBay.com that they're emailing? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I, I probably should find my, I, I, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I don't know if they had an individual or anything like that. Um, but yeah, that, that's a good question. I mean, um, and I think the next thing too is to consider like, you know, Miguel just brought up a great point, which is, you know, this transition from eBay to Magento probably is a lengthy one. So right. have, they, have they been doing this for years trying to get in contact or? I mean, I think a few people I've talked to, it's been more of a recent thing. And in other people, it's been something maybe over the past year or so. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, it may be something. We are seeing things improve, at, um, not like talk about the Magento Masters program and other things like yeah. that. We're definitely seeing things improve after the, the transition. For sure. Um, and, and But, you know, so if this is something that's going to be improving, then that, that would be great to hear. It's just when you hear from six or seven people at once that, like, you got zero reply and they're a reputable agency and they want to throw money at them and they've done enterprise builds, it just, it, it, it just seems, um, you know, it just seems a little, a little weird. And they wouldn't let you tell the name on air. Yeah, you know, I think maybe some of them. One in particular <laughs> didn't want to, and then other, you know, others of them I didn't really ask. But I mean, maybe we could we could you know put some names and faces to it. I don't know, but um, yeah, I mean, it's several people I know that you know have reputable shops and stuff, and and uh, you know, and and I've heard I've heard other people say you know that already have an existing partnership, and they're like, well, you know, Magento wants to keep the quality high. Not everybody can get in. And you, you know, got to understand that, right? Well, yeah, I get it. And if you're already in, you 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 already have a, a nice position being in the program. And if it's harder for other people to get in, you're going to be happy about that. And and I have no problem if it's you know, look, you you didn't meet the requirement for whatever reason. I just think they should make those requirements clear. If it's you know, there's the requirement for certified developers. I know there's requirements for how many enterprise builds you do per year, whatever. I just think like, hey, make the requirements clear. And if people don't meet them, hey, hey, look, here's why you don't meet it. It's just to me, it's crazy if you just don't get any reply at all. You know, it's just a little. Yeah, you should get a, I think you should probably expect a. You should get a reply. I mean, that's all I'm saying. That's yeah. literally all I'm saying is that they should, should get, get a, a reply. Should get a response. I will say this, though. Partnership programs are really tough. Um, oh yeah tell me tell me what you think do you know like the price range or like the pricing for the new enterprise licenses that's maybe talk about that (laughs) phil knows but he'd have to kill you if he told you okay okay he'd have to fly to argentina and kill you i can give you an example or i can give you an idea but i i don't know that we're no no i just want to know if like the the prices are defined or that this is because they are like trying to put together a plan or like so yeah 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 the price, the price plan was unveiled to partners 
and to existing enterprise clients in November prior to the Magento 2.0 launch. So there was like a two plus month period where people were being informed of what the new pricing structure would be. So, so maybe that's part of it. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. It's just a fine guess. But then we have like this change of account executive like a while ago. So I don't know. We are, we are talking a lot with this guy and mm-hmm. he answers all of the time. Like you, you, are, you have a question, they answer. That's quite simple for us at least. Yeah, I mean, we have a rep, you know, as an as a as an agency, we have someone that we is dedicated to us to talk to. I don't know who you talk to if you're not even in the agency or you know in the in the in the solution partner space. No, or, like you're you're a, you're a hosting partner, right? Yeah, yeah. Next yeah, I mean, you guys, yeah, you guys are gold partners. So you guys, you guys get the royal treatment. I mean, I'm talking about what about the small guys? That, you know, but are the small guys building for mid market? Bam. Right. Se- segue. <laughs> and next hosts for mid market, absolutely. I've I've got a number of sites that do, you know, greater than ten million at Nexus. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, and again, if if it's like, hey, look, we're really focusing on you know X segment, and you guys aren't in that segment, I think that's totally fair. And just to say it, maybe even go so far as to publish it somewhere on a, on a site, you know, as to what the requirements are. I know that would be mind-blowing to consider that um or or you know just tell them hey this is the reason why i just think it's nuts that but it used to be that way it's actually I, I will i will give you one thing which is it does feel quite arbitrary mm-hmm. right Some there you go there yeah. you go okay but you're 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 there you going me without hearing what i'm gonna say <laughs> MageTalk is brought to you in part by MageMail. MageMail is the triggered email app for Magento. You can be up and running in minutes, and there's a no-risk-free trial. Get your customers coming back to your website. You can start today by visiting MageMail online at magemail.co. Since being chosen as the original Magento hosting provider, Nexus has continued to innovate, creating the best possible Magento server environment. Nexus engineers have achieved performance improvements of 13 times with Magento, and they can back up this claim with their study at nexus.net. MageTalk listeners can claim an exclusive offer for new Magento shared and dedicated hosting at Nexus. To claim it, just visit them online at nexus.net slash magetalk. That's N-E-X-C-E-S-S dot net slash magetalk. The thing that feels kind of arbitrary is like Magento Gold Partner. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I work for Magento Gold Partner. That sounds really good. And then like one day they come back and they're like, we have a platinum hosting partner. I'm like, where did the <laughs> platinum come from? <laughs> like, we were at the top of the list. That's, 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 what happened to that? <laughs> where did that come from? It's like, you know, uh, our first platinum email provider. Yeah. Uh, and I'm yeah. Like, Wow, there's different levels. Like I never knew that that existed. Right. So some of those things kind of do feel like I don't. I don't know. Yeah, obviously it's not every facet of every part of the plan is has been laid out, but I don't know that it needs to be. True. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, do I need yeah. to know how everything works? I guess just call them back. Like just return a phone call. <laughs> Please. That's all. That's all we're asking. Okay. So, so I don't ever want to bring this up on the podcast again. You know what's <laughs> Is that when Nexus goes and tweets this out that Miguel is on the show, you have to suffer through 25 minutes of us talking about the Magento Partner Program. I know. I think they're going to disavow. I think they may disavow this entire uh, episode. <laughs> <They have> to- <laughs> <laughs>
let's split this up into two episodes. Um, Chris, uh, you just take care of it in post. All right. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, Chris, just work it out, man. Just work. <laughs> make it work, man. Make it work. Work your magic. All right. So let's move on to some more interesting topics. I want to talk about some things that are actually cool. Yeah. Let's talk about some stuff that uh, Miguel has, has, has been up to. Um, so Miguel, you do a lot of work with the turpentine, uh, varnish extension. Um, what, oh, I, I, I might be saying it wrong. I call it turpentine. Is that the right way? Oh, that's good. Okay. That's the first time I hear like somebody pronouncing it. Besides oh, me. right. So yeah, that's, that's, that's funny. Cool. Yeah. That's how it is with anything online, right? You see it written over and over and you never actually pronounce it. Yeah. yeah. Like how it's actually pronounced Redis, but everyone says Redis. Yeah, exactly. Come on, exactly. it's Redis. It's not that hard. Exactly. It's like how everybody says GIF when you're supposed to say GIF. You know what yes. I'm saying? Yes. Yeah, let's go there. Let's go there. So, uh, no, turpentine, everybody everybody I've ever talked to loves turpentine. It's a great uh, varnish extension. Well, can you explain and, what turpentine is, Miguel? Turpentine is an extension to connect varnish and magento. So that's quite a com- quite complex extension. The first time I started working here, I was like, okay, what's this? What's varnish? I have absolutely no idea. But then I started to work with Eric. Maybe you know him. Um, with who? With Eric? Yeah, Eric. Which That's Eric? Pronounce that. Okay. <laughs> there you, <go. laughs> you have that nice, you have that nice, sexy Argentinian accent, which I'm yeah. sure all the ladies are going to appreciate. Your voice sounds like it's doing the tango right now. <laughs> That's a show title. Show title. If I install turpentine on my Magento store, what will happen? It would break for sure. Jerry's never going to let Miguel do one of these interviews again. No, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just like. uh, It would probably break if you are using another theme that's not the custom, like the default theme, or if it's not like made like the default theme. Mm. It's not like a plug and play extension. You have to customize it because we are catching every block and we are giving policy, policies to every block. So technically, you would have to do some changes, not to your theme, but then you will have to declare most of your blogs and what you want and what you don't want to catch it. So yeah, it's not that easy, like plug and play. We try to oh, save okay. the- so, it's, so it's, it's assistive, assistive, but it's not necessarily not just like plug and play varnish just works. Right? Exactly. But I'll give you the I'll give you the marketing answer to that question, Phil. When you install it, it gives your store wings. That's what it does. Yeah. Isn't that the tagline for varnish? Give your site wings or make your site fly or something like that. I you guys, <laughs> you guys don't know this. The tagline for varnish? You got to be ki- kidding Varni- me. Varnish? It's a uh, make magenta fest like rocket. <laughs> no, that's a completely different thing. <laughs> Where am I? I could have sworn it was gives your store wings or something. Okay. Anyways, I'm making stuff up. I'm busting a fill over here and making stuff up. I don't make stuff up. (laughs) I'm pretty, I'm pretty good at elucidating though. This is true. So Miguel, give us, give us, uh, give us the skinny, uh, Nexus, Nexus. You, you, you started working for Nexus like a year ago, two years ago. Probably a year ago now. I was in Mexico. Yeah. I was living, like, I was traveling around the globe, and they asked me, hey, you want to come work with us? I was, sure, can I work remote? Okay. And that was pretty much it. Oh, then wow. I to Vietnam and a couple of world conferences, and here I am. Oh, I went to wow. Las Vegas to meet you. Yes. Yeah. We're going to we'll see awesome. you imagine uh, we have in April. 
Cheap. That's how you know you're a boss. When you're just traveling around the world, companies are like, hey, we want to hire you. You're like, can I work remote? They're like, yes. You're like, done. Yeah. It's not that easy. Now it's like even more accepted. But then I, 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 I'm working like this for the last, I don't know, four years. Uh, when I started, it was like, no, you can't work remote. You have to be here, Berlin, I don't know, Rome, any place, but you have to be there. So it's not that easy. Now it's Accepted. Yeah, it's something that's been gradually kind of gaining acceptance. Um, I mean, Phil, you you work remotely for the large part for for a large part, and you do a lot of uh, yeah for the most for the most part. I work remotely. Yeah. So, but when you came to Nexus, they already had Turpentine, right? Yes. And so you took over that project yourself. Um, I started working there with Eric. He told he he told me everything I needed to know. Yeah. And then started maintaining that. I started writing blog posts and doing some conference speaking and public relations. Mm. Uh, I code. If you ask me, I really love coding. Now I try to help the support team with like enterprise questions they might have about Magento. So we're trying to step up our game and actually help with the code. Did you say? Did you say super team? No, <laughs> I thought you said. Oh, support team, support team. Right, 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 right. Sorry, I thought you said you had a super team. I was like, that sounds amazing. I want to have a. I want to be on a super team. <laughs> yeah, I want to be on a super team too. These guys like are really good at what they're doing. They are doing. So you know they know they know everything. You have a question about Unix, they know it. You have a question about Magento, they know it. So I don't know. I really like working here. Actually, that's great. You mentioned Eric. What what's his last name? I'm not sure. I know. Watson, right? What's oh, okay? Cool. We'll link yeah, him up. It's Eric A R I C. Exactly. Ah, that's yeah. tricky. Yeah, he, um, he, so I, I couldn't believe it. This is like dating myself a bit, but, uh, he started a, uh, uh, I, I don't know if it was him or, or someone else, but Nexus did a, uh, Magento, uh, subreddit, ask me anything a few years ago. And I couldn't believe this. Like it's, that was in 2013 and it feels like it was just last week. I was just going to say that was not a few years ago. I thought that was like no. six months ago or something. No, that was in 2013, dude. Can you believe that? Wow. Yeah, that blows my mind. And, you know, they, they were talking about Turpentine back then. And I remember Eric was very involved in that. And uh, it's still a great read. Goodness. A um, lot of information there. Um, tell us a little bit about Turpentine and how you maintain it. And um, some of the, uh, you know, is it open source? Is it, you know, I, these are leading questions because I know all the answers to these. <laughs> yeah, it's an open source project. We have an MIT license. Then you can fork it and do anything you want. And we try to actually help the people. We are not like being paid to do exactly this. And then there's a lot of guys who are ranting at you and saying, hey, why this is not working? What's the problem with you? And we're like, okay, we're trying to help here. Yeah. So, You're supporting free, free open source software. No, it's, we are actually being paid for this. Like, well, sure. Yeah. But then it's like, how, how do you get paid for a turpentine? We well, have, they get paid through I, Nexus. So, yeah, my contract says I maintain this. I go around. Oh, oh, yeah, no. Yeah. Yeah. I understand you get paid, but how does Nexus make money on Turpentine? No, they don't. They don't. They um, they actually offer them, You, if you're a customer, you can get a paid installation. But then, if not, we can. you can come and ask me. I'm the same guy doing the installation, so it's pretty much the same, actually. Right. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. So they're so investing in, in open source, which is great. And Nexus provides, like... Uh, professional services to be able to install this for people? Yes. I don't know the cost and stuff like that, but then, yeah, we get that asked a lot. 
lately not so much because Magento 2 support Barney out of the box. Mm. But then, yeah, we used to get that request a lot. Right. And now, sorry, go ahead, Phil. Uh, there used to be, uh, and this is going to take me back a little bit, um, there used to be a varnish uh, extension uh, for Magento that was not turpentine. It was something else. It was... Um, oh, this light is gonna... speed. No. No, they no, don't use... Light speed. Yeah, light speed. That's the one. No, but I don't think they use varnish. I'm not entirely sure. Phoenix. Maybe Phoenix, Phoenix had one. Um, there was one... I can't remember. There's one that Sanasi had used that I think they modified that it, from somebody else's. Did, did Colin Mollenauer have one? No, no, they had. I think he had Redis or yeah, or maybe I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. But then, yeah, these guys from from Phoenix, they had a, a varnish extension. I think they're it's still. Just, it's amazing to me because I felt like at one point, like Lightspeed or Phoenix or whatever, those were the the main varnish extensions for Magento, and then out of nowhere, it was like Nexus just took it all over, and Turpentine's become like the de facto extension for this. And I don't know if that's just because it's so well-maintained and you guys are constantly like, you know, opening and closing issues and, and uh, constant improvement. Like the first thing I do uh, when a client comes to me and says, Hey, what do you think about, you know, this mar- this module? Uh, I, you know, the first thing I do is I, I go and look and see when was the last updated date. And like, I go now and it's like, it's like two weeks ago, you guys updated Magento Turpentine. Um, yeah. That's- to, I try to check like the activity in the process, and then if anyone is answering, actually, yeah. Oh, should I go and look at the the recent uh, the recent commits and see if it's just you like revving the version so that it looks like it's being maintained? I bet he I bet he would be doing that. Yeah, that's what he would do. Go see if he's replying to his tickets, and if not, let's publicly shame him. <laughs> well, they use Scrutinizer, and I just spent a whole I spent a whole talk at Sunshine PHP talking about how much I hate Scrutinizer. Um, I bet Tell Scrutinizer hates you. Yeah, it does. You know, I always say that when you feel some way about somebody, they always feel the same way about you back. Um, <laughs> Even when that somebody is an inanimate piece of software. <laughs> Sometimes. <laughs> He's just um, learning to love. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, Miguel, I don't know if we can talk about this, but a little birdie told me that you might be doing a talk on Magento 2 sometime in the near future, maybe at Imagine. That's maybe true. Maybe it's not all right. I mean, All those right. things haven't even been announced yet, so how would we even know, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Unless a little birdie came and told us. But right. um, I have to prepare a talk or something. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So are you going to do – is it, can you talk at all about what types of things you, you might want to talk about in theory if you were to give a talk on that topic? In theory, I would like to talk about Barnish and Magento 2 and different versions of PHP. Okay. Some tests, allegedly. We are running some tests. Okay. Allegedly. I like that. I like that. But we don't have the results yet. We are trying to finish the methodology because we want to make this serious. It's it's my first time doing some research, so I will take this slow and I will try or it to... would be your first time if you were giving a talk that you may not be giving. <laughs> the levels of hypotheticals are great. Yeah. Here. <laughs> we're very deep in this. That's cool. So Magento 2 and Varnish. So what... um. Have you played at all with that? Is there anything you can you can share? Things you've played with, issues you've run into, or is it all yeah, top yeah, I secret? Played, I played. I played. I played both with Varnish and PHP seven. Mm-hmm. Things are like super fast, and when you compare that with PHP five point six without Varnish, for example, yeah. it's yeah. like super super fast. 
And nice. Magento is encouraging everyone to use Varnish as their preferred caching method. So, so far it's looking really good. I'm still trying to see how would I configure a, a new theme because of the whole punching and stuff. But with the default theme, it's like really, really fast. I've seen like 500% difference between a build and another one. Nice. Um, since you've been talking about Magento 2, uh, and I, I'm, I'm guessing you've been working with it for a little while now, could you give me an idea of like how the performance is and how it feels and what your first impressions are? We had some issues in the past with the servers and Magento 2, but that was mostly related with the permissions. Once you have that set up, we have seen like no difference between Magento 1 and 2 performance-wise if you configure everything right. Right now, a Good configuration for Magento 2 will be like Varnish, Memcache, and Redis all together. It's simple and you have to use it. Once you configure everything, the platform works really fast using it in production mode and deploying the statics files. But then, so you do have, you ever get the feeling like Magento 2 is like super slow? I had that feeling when I was developing, when I was taking the courses in like Buenos Aires and the yeah, line. Yep. But then, once you deploy that to a proper server, I don't know, I feel it's pretty fast if you ask me and the experience overall it's really good that's nice what i'm seeing but then i'm using that mostly for tests i'm not buying anything or i'm not developing modules so right it's could, a, could you say whether or not uh, nexus is hosting any magento 2 sites yet yeah we are we have like at least thousands of magento 2 installs mostly are dev but then yeah we have production sites i think they are okay. using like the default theme but yeah definitely 34 no, no, no. The default theme. I oh, the default theme. Okay. Yeah, but so yeah, definitely. You have thousands of installs across the 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 whole of your infrastructure. Those are mostly dev sites, though. Those are just yeah. test sites. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're mostly dev sites, but yeah, definitely thousands of sites. I'm one hundred percent percent sure because I was involved in most of them at first. So yeah, definitely. So does the introduction of something like Composer being a requirement for you to run Magento now, how does that play into Nexus's philosophy of, you know, Nexus gives very limited access to uh, the server because they do so much to tweak the performance that, I mean, sites that we've run elsewhere are faster on Nexus hands down with no other changes, no other difference. Like they do something to make sites fast, but I, I can see where like user permissions and things like that might be a little touchy. Did Nexus have any work to do to kind of get up to speed on Magento 2? We are trying with some permission combinations. Mm-hmm. We even have pull request open with Magento. I'm oh, not sure. Uh, I have permission to go this, of course, but then we, we want to contact Magento first. We have this discussion in one of the issues. It's the 2412, if you want to check that. And then we proposed a solution yesterday. Nice. Yeah, I remember I remember you mentioning that. I wanted to talk more about that. So what was, um, I'm going to just pull that up, but can you, can you give an overview of what that issue was? Yeah, the permissions were, were I don't know, different of, from the ones we were using for Magento 1. So we proposed a better combination for folders and files. And then... I don't know, it's up to the community to accept it, actually. We have some, some guys with us. Right. So, as you can see in the, in the pull request and in the, in the issue. So, I don't know. It's up to, it's open to discussion, actually. This is not the only way to configure this. This is one way we propose, but then we are really open to, to discussion here. And there was a lot of conversation uh, a week or two ago about uh, 
uh, Magento 2 having some permissions that uh, actually make it really difficult to run uh, mod PHP, right? Yeah, Alan. Yeah, him. Well, Alan Storm. Yeah. He mentioned that here in this particular pull request. But then it's it's tricky because there is no set of permissions or ownerships that will match everyone needs. So at some point, or Magento has to change or we have to change. So it's going to be like that for like someone at least. If they change the permissions, the new ones won't match with the ones you need in particular probably. And then there's no like perfect set of combinations. So we are really up to like discussion here. But isn't that always the case? Like there's so many ways that you can run these stores and, or these sites. There's so many, like there's hundreds of ways that you can run this stuff. So I, I think, you know, from PHP FPM to HHVM, which I guess Magento is fully compatible with and also with PHP 7 and PHP 5.6. And like when you kind of get down to it, there's just so many ways that you could run a Magento 2 store. Uh, it's kind of comforting that at least you guys know what to do to get it working, right? Yeah, we try. We have like several ways to make this work. But then since we have this these guys backing us up, we propose a solution. We'll see how that goes. Right. Noise. <laughs> Noise. Um, and then uh, <laughs> another thing I think you mentioned, Miguel, was that you guys maintain the official Magento 2 front-end demo store. Yeah. Official demo store. Yeah, there was one time I contacted Paul Boisbert. You know that guy? Really Paul Boisbert. Yeah. Okay, yes, Serena's really guy. And I told him, hey, we have this demo ready. It's optimized. And we would like to, you to use it. If you want that, sis, you can have it. It's all yours. I told me, okay, sure. And like five minutes after that, he put the link on the, the official documentation page. And that's it. That's the whole story. Very nice. That was, that was some good outreach that you did there, man. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm impressed. I like that. So that was your idea? You just hit up Paul and send it over to him and that was it? Yeah, that was pretty much it. I worked with Jerry's on the setup. He got me the servers. Um, yeah, we optimized that. We added a couple of things to the HT access. Um, yeah, that's it. Now it's using Varnish and we have another one running PHP 7. It's really nice. That's great. Yeah. That's great. You guys, are people, are people slamming the... A demo and trying to hack it like crazy and stuff. Does it get a bunch of traffic? Yeah, just like you. You were the one who asked. <laughs> I did. <laughs> what did you set up like a Gatling test or something? No, I just went in and I uh, we got the ad- admin login and I went in and you know made some changes to some title tags and yeah, stuff. Yeah. Like that. I remember that. Sure. He went <laughs> in, he puts it in, and he's like. He's like, you know, visit goodlinks.io. No, no, I think I, I think I fixed one of the title tags. I think that's what I did. I think there was a title. You think, I think that they're, the you think that they're going to let you just go in and make changes and then they don't roll that back every day? Come on, man. Do they roll it back every day, Miguel? No, after that, we remove the admin access because of people. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is why we can't have nice things as Kalen Rubin. This is why we can't have nice things. No, you, we, you guys should open up the admin access and then auto roll it back. Okay, sure. Are you going to write the script or what? Can, can, you get, can you do that for me? Can you take care of that? For sure. It's like, I don't know, five lines of flash. You can do that probably. By yourself. <laughs> awesome, man. And then um, I think you also had mentioned that you really were a fan of the Magento Masters program. Yeah. And you had some thoughts on it. Yeah, that was really, really cool. It was a pretty nice move from Cherry. I think she made that like everything. I have never seen a program like that in any other community. Yeah, same here. Yeah. 
it's a really good plan. This year, they need help from us to help spread the brand. They are launching a new software, and then this is really good. I think everyone should be helping here. Yeah, definitely. And, and it's, it gives them a chance to recognize lots of different people that are doing lots of different things in the community and things that have been then recognized informally and kind of f- to formalize it. And stuff. Yeah, I'm really, really eager to see who's selecting. I know you two guys were probably one. one of the- no, they're going to they're gonna open up a category called Circus Sideshow for me and, yeah, me and no, Phil. Yeah, for well, well I, I have the honorary uh, VAR dumper award. <laughs> you're such a dumper you're yeah. such a var dumper i dump all over the vars that's the you, d- you dumped on my vars when you were at my house <laughs> you made me some apples it took me it took me hours to clean up all that var dump let me tell you about kaylin when he when he when you go over to kaylin's house and he's like hey you guys want a snack i'm like oh dude you're gonna give me like hors d'oeuvres or something he's like oh. yeah man <laughs> he's like he starts okay. up apples bro i i that- just immediately transported back in time to I was sitting there. It was like, uh, it just, it was like a fond memory of my mom. Just like, yeah, this for me after school. It was so Phil, so when Phil comes over to your house, he expects caviar. Uh, that's not what I'm he saying. expects, he you know, saying. bruschetta. He expects the works. What a jerk. I wasn't saying He expects that. some Argentinian meats. I was at least a bit of Milanesa. <laughs> okay. I have this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Hey, here's some water and some apples. And, uh, he, he wasn't having it. He wasn't feeling it. Dude, I was saying that as a compliment. I was like, it was so amazing. Like you, oh okay, super okay, wow, super cool that you were like, you weren't pretentious about it at all. You were like, dude, you're a bro. You're hanging out. Let's eat some apples. Right. I keep things on a level that everyone can understand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything to do with writing, uh, writing the content of uh, the the blog post about the Nexus? The, uh, the Nexus blog post. The Nexus blog post. He has no idea what we're talking about, so I'm going to say no. Yeah, okay. We're going to assume now. Um, oh, this is great. Very good. Well, I think that was most of it. Um, I know, Miguel, you're doing some some things, you know, in terms of managing your op- the open source projects in terms of, you know, trying to bring some GitHub templates in place and trying to, you know, bring some interesting processes to bear on uh, on your projects. Any any of that you want to you want to talk about? Yeah, most of the guys don't actually realize how like the open source cycle is. They think they download the extension, they run at you, and that's pretty much it. Right. Um, yeah, I try to like educate people and say, okay, have you read the documentation? No, okay, give it a try. Have you checked for duplicated? No, okay, give it a try. <laughs> and then it's pretty much always the same. But then the guys actually find what they are looking for, and they think a lot. So, I don't know, it's really nice. I really like that part. And then we try to get that organized using branches and stuff like that. And yeah. lately, GitHub introduced some issue templates. That's pretty cool. That's a pretty nice idea. Which step to reproduce the issue, the environment. All the information is really important, but people is like, this is not working. Why? So, I don't know. I don't even know the extension you are using. Right, right. Phil, Phil, are you using those uh, issue templates yet? I know no, you're a big GitHub guy. I've, I've heard some people n- complain about them. Okay. That while they they probably uh, standardize the way that people can report issues, they're a little too rigid. Like if you're going to have templates for certain things, then you know you're not encouraging people to give feedback without having to do a tremendous amount of work. It might actually cut the amount of real breakage reporting that you get. That sometimes stuff just requires work. Blah blah blah. Oh okay. I've I've heard a lot of different 
points of view, but I'm interested to see some Magento projects use it. Um, I certainly get a lot of pull requests and things for different modules I, I manage. Um, not all of them are well, you know, are well formatted, especially the, you know, sometimes you just get a random PR and you're not really sure what the point of it was, or you get a random bug report and you're not really sure like what version were you using? What, you know, what's, uh, you know, were you running it locally? You know, uh, that sort of thing. Did you turn the power off and on again? Yeah, stuff exactly. Like that. Yeah. You turn it on and off again. You know that whole thing. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I, th- I think I think that's mostly a wrap. Yeah. Unless, uh, hey, this was great to have someone kind of join us for a whole show. That was pretty awesome. It's good stuff. They get man. to hear us, uh, you know, rant and rave about uh, about certain things. But uh, yeah, I know we love it. And uh, thank you, Miguel. Thank you for everything you're doing for the community. And we really appreciate uh, you. I know it's hard. Um, to be, you know, in a public sort of place where uh, everything you do and say is somewhat criticized. Uh, Kaylin and I pretty, we're very familiar with that feeling. So. All we do is criticize people publicly. Exactly. Somewhere. That's, you know, you know, we sit on our, you know, on our golden thrones overlooking the rest of the plebs. Our golden standing desks. Yeah. No, my, seriously, my, my sincere thanks to you for everything that you're doing for the community. And I just, I, I am so jazzed. Hashtag blessed. I was trying to think jazzed. hashtag blessed. Uh, no, I'm jazzed that uh, Nexus is contributing to the community in a lot of ways that don't necessarily lead back to straight to revenue. Like these aren't just marketing ploys. They're, you know, someone like you is actively every day making the community a better place. And, you know, uh, I'm sure that it helps Nexus in some way, but it, it doesn't seem like this is a marketing effort for them. It really seems like they're, you know, at the at the core, they're really just interested in giving back. And so uh, thanks to, to Nexus, who did not pay us for this episode. Uh, <laughs> just to be clear. Just to be clear. Um, yeah, that's fine. Thanks for the kind words, man. I will pay that back with some beer. Yeah. Well, I can't accept any any payment for this episode, so you're going to have to give me beer for free. Okay, hey, that's fine by me. <laughs> free beer, nothing but free beer. free beer. Well, Miguel, let let the people know where they can find you online. They can find me on Twitter mostly, in Valparda, which is my last name. And then that's pretty much it. There you have everything you need to know about me. There you go. There you have it. Well, thanks everybody for tuning in. And uh, we hope you have a great week. And there's only, uh, listen, there's like six weeks to imagine. It's crazy. Six weeks. And you gotta, By the time you listen to this, there'll be five and a half. By the time you listen to this, uh, Imagine would have been last week. So, <laughs> um, no, but uh, seriously, we, we want to meet you at Imagine. So please uh, come grab us. Uh, if you see us uh, walking around, please. Uh, Something Digital will have a booth. I'll be hanging out in Something Digital booth for a good amount of the, the show. Uh, please come over and see me. Uh, and uh, we're going to have all kinds of cool swag. I can't wait. We're going to have stickers. We're going to have some other cool stuff that we can't out. And we also secret have, stickers. Uh, we have a bunch of those mugs. Uh, the the tax jar. Uh, Finally, they are available. Huh? What's this time? Some socks? We design everything here, so I need to know that in advance, at least for. Oh right, 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 right. We got to see what we're gonna do. We probably probably some socks. Yeah, yeah. We need and to design those. So yeah. I know. I know. Kubo wants me to do some sports socks this time around. Wait, so wait, we'll wait, wait. Are you do. guys doing uh, mage talk swag? No, no, no. Uh, Miguel, so I, we didn't even mention this, but Miguel's girlfriend oh, is yeah, yeah. Antonella DiBiase, and she's done all the design work for all the branding for Mage Mail and Goodlinks. She's, she's like, she's a beast. She does all my stuff. She's, um, she's amazing. I can't believe that this is, seriously, we've only mentioned Goodlinks twice in the show. It's insane. It's, it's like a record. It's unreal. It's like a world record. Come on. 
Uh, um, no, anyway, and if you want to get those mugs, by the way, all you have to do is go to our Mage Talk Twitter, and I'm, you know, this is like a little social test for us, and you can get the mug. It's a pinned tweet. It's the very top of our feed. Um, you can get a mug, uh, and uh, I think we're almost sold out of the first lot of 20. As soon as the lot of 20 is sold, we're going to ship them all, um, so people should be seeing those. Hopefully, they land before Imagine. We'll have some of the mugs with us at Imagine, too, and uh, we're going to make people do some silly tricks so that they can earn a mug. Nice. That maybe you um, say some nice things on the podcast for you to earn a mug at Imagine. But I like that. Or you have to give us some feedback, which, by the way, uh, we've been we've been asking for more feedback and the yeah. people have been responding. So yeah. I want to give a shout out to my boy, Aaron, Aaron Bonner. He hit us up with some feedback, which is great. Wilson Sheldon that was hilarious. <laughs> posted a comment on uh, the post, which was awesome. So we appreciate you guys. Keep posting uh, feedback to the to the comments. That'd be great. Yep. And uh, go on iTunes. Give us a five star. Give us a rating. Uh, keep subscribing and tell all your friends about Mage Talk. But uh, we're about out of time. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Miguel. Thanks to Nexus. And you know, keep doing what you're doing. Let's make this community great. Thank you, guys. Adios. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening. Give us a five star on iTunes. Okay. Bye bye. I love you.